Block Party and Minecraft Podcast, episode 88. We're your hosts, Bearded Sloth. And Little C. Today, we are building up to a show for y'all. We are recording this live with listener participation via Discord chat. That's right. Today's show includes the end game in Minecraft, the past week in Minecraft, and your listener questions. Let's conclude the show. Check out theblockpartymc.com to enjoy our content, including our amazing YouTube channel, our Bedrock add-on packs, all the ways to listen, and so much more. Hey, Little C, you seem confused by my wording there on the intro. I'm always confused by your wording. You gotta dig deep for it to understand my brain. There's no understanding. It's, It's definitely in the deep dark. There's nothing there. How can you understand nothing? It's like zero. So when I looked down and I saw episode 88, the first thing that came to my mind as I started reading it is 88 miles per hour. Back to the future reference. Yeah, I got it. Oh, okay. This is a podcast, so you have to talk. You can't just stare at me. The listeners don't get to see that. I'm just... Oh, my goodness. I guess we can go back in time and do it like an old show. Yeah. No. Go back in time. So we're building up to a show. You didn't get that one? I don't really building get up, it. you know, I got building up to the end game. Thing, but, yeah, eh, no. Okay. Uh, Concluding the show. The end. Bye, everyone. Yeah, see? Yeah. We're talking about the end game in Minecraft. I'm really excited about this one. Now I see why you confuse the listeners so much after reading your questions. I didn't confuse. You're the one that was confused because you didn't read the questions. I was fine talking about the end but we've already done a full show on the end i know and i feel like this was meant to be more of the end game that's the yeah it can be that also it can be whatever you want it to be that's the great thing i want to hear from the listeners and what they had to say about it and by the way just for those that always get me for pinging everybody nobody commented until i pinged Well, you see, you're supposed to be a podcaster. You're supposed to come up with ideas on your own and talk by yourself. No, we make the listeners do the work for us. It's so much fun. And what were these questions that we asked them, Little C? Have you ever been to the end in Minecraft? If not, tell us why. Do you play a world just to fight the dragon and then start a new world? Or is it this just the beginning for you? When you start a world, do you take your time to get to the end, or do you speed run to get there ASAP? The end game can mean so many things to different people. What are your thoughts on this term? End game can mean end game can be late game. Do you enjoy having all the things to build and create, or do you prefer the early game style? Tell us about it. Right, and this was kind of opened up. We could be talking about the end dimension. Or we can talk about the end game, having all this stuff and all that and all that goes. So we got comments a little bit of both there. And I like that. Little C, you were a little confused. You just wanted to talk about only the end game. Because we've already done like two shows on the end. Yeah, that's okay. The end is a big part of Minecraft now, right? I would say it's integral part of it for many people. I'm amazed, though, how many people have never gone there. If you just build, you don't really need it. I suppose so. There's nothing you really get that's needed. Shockers are nice, but just use llamas and donkeys. There you go. Let's get to our comments. The first one came from Ellie of the Angel. I have been to the end, but it's a scary place, lol. When I start a world, I aim to complete it, but sometimes I get distracted by other things and it ends up being longer. 
The end game means fighting all the bosses and not dying and then having a trophy room with all the trophies from each fight. I love everything you can build. Your imagination can run wild and mine definitely does. I think she summed up the show right there. There we go. Her That's comment all we was, just covered all the bases there. That's all we needed. There we go. There, I mean, she says she likes fighting all the bosses. That's one definition of the end, right? And having all the loot you get from that. Yeah. She talks about it being a scary place. The end definitely can be scary for some. It's because the Endermen, there's so many of them and there's no pigs there or cows. And it's just scary. It is. It's dark. And especially if you get over the void, there's just nothing there. Kind of like your brain. Hmm. And I love the fact on her last sentence, she's talking about your imagination can run wild. That you is, don't have that? Well, <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't have a lot of imagination, but it just shows you that you can make it whatever you want with this game. It's so open and everything, and that can be your end. You can make up your own end if you want, your end game. And different people, depending what you're doing, it can be a different solution for the end game, right? Some people might consider, oh, I have a house built. That's the end game for me. Wow. Imagine. Right? There's no such thing as an end. It's Minecraft. It's a sandbox game. Yeah, it just goes on and on and on. But thank you for that comment, Ellie of the Angel. Our next comment here comes from Holy Bookworm. End equals scary. Possible death. Craziness. I pass on that. Yeah, she, I don't know when the last time is she's been in the end. It's probably back on PlayStation 3 days when we forced her to go with us. Right, and we were still a little scared back then, too. You still are scared. I am, even though I just go fishing there. It's a great place to fish. Okay, sure. <laughs> Our next comment comes from Ruby Soho. The end makes me feel safe and free. I can fly forever. It's literally my favorite place to be in the whole game. I haven't beaten the whole game myself. I've joined in while others fought the dragon, though. The end does give you things like the elytra. Then you can just fly. Once you get the elytra, you're good to go. Yeah, and she says she loves it. It's her favorite place to be. Yeah, once you get an elytra and enough rockets, it's not very dangerous. It's very peaceful out there in the void, I suppose. Yeah. Nothing out there. There's no bearded sloth to bother you unless he's fishing. Now, I do find it interesting that she used the terminology of, I haven't beaten the whole game, which implies that there's a way to beat the game. There is. Technically, by killing the Ender Dragon, you've beat the game, but beating the game is not the same as the end of the game. And I suggest that she probably should go ahead and try to beat it on her own one time. Just start a new world and speed run it. Try to, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I don't know if I have, now that I think about it, if I've ever done it myself. I've always played Minecraft with you, Little C. I've done a lot of speedruns. I think my best time for a speedrun was like an hour and 30 minutes. And I beat the game in that on Java Edition. You know, I don't think I've flown over the void. If I have, it's been a very long time. I don't think I have. I let you guys always get the elytras, all that, or I use the portals. Guys, we need to stop spoiling him on Jericho. Everyone, stop selling stuff to him. Stop giving him stuff. Make him go out and do stuff on his own. I'll just stand at my iron farm until I have 
an ungodly amount of iron. You already do. I know. It's nice. Our next comment here comes from Advisory Labs. I love the end. It's the home of the Enderman farm where I can go from 0 to 30 in 2 seconds. It also hosts a safe area to play with things that go boom and flying machines. Oh, no, not flying machines. They get lost and just go on forever flying out there. Flying machines with things that go boom on them. Yes. But then you've got the TNT dropping, yes. and it's just constant entities. We just destroy the entire main end island and build our own. I remember having this problem. I think it was season two of Jericho. People insisted on fighting the Wither in the end for some reason, and... It would get away, and then somebody else would just be exploring, trying to find in ships or cities or whatever, and they'd come across a random wither that nobody took care of out there. That's not a good thing to me. But I suppose on a single-player world, that might be a good strategy to use the end in that way. I think in a single-player world, you can just go out a few blocks from your base and do it underground. In a single-player world, I'll usually blow up half the world just for fun because it's my own world. Yeah, there is that. Things that go boom in the end. I don't think I've utilized any of that. The blocks are fairly soft. I You can't insta-mine them. No, you can't, I suppose. Lots I've... of cheese. Uh, no, it's not cheese. It's instone in the April Fool's Minecraft Java Edition snapshot on the moon. That's cheese. Actual new block added to the game, cheese. There you go. I, I need to steal some of that coating and make cheese. Oh, no. I think it. I've seen a few people, especially in hardcore, this seems like a popular thing to do. They'll destroy the entire end island and build their own thing there with TNT bombers and stuff. There'll be nothing left on the main end island, and then they'll do a mega build. That's kind of cool. I mean, it'd be it's a... infinite space. Yeah, I suppose. It's just the Endermen always get in the way. And they steal blocks, like dirt blocks and stuff. They're always stealing your Most blocks. Most people will build a mob switch in the end. That's very complex redstone. Oh, I see. Okay. I see what you're doing there. Makes sense. Wire guy just said in our live chat on a Discord, make sure to join. I'll destroy the end island. No problem. No, wire guy. Put down the TNT. I know it's already in your hand. Put it down. Step away from the end. He's probably already got it done by now. Already setting up his uh, flying machine with boomers on it. Oh, Oh, wait, that's just me. Uh... All right, we better move on. Our next comment came from Richer Than Little C on Jericho. He's still claiming that title, by the way. Fake news. Otherwise known as LCP. Endgame? Minecraft ends, but since they don't do more about storage and add tons of new blocks. I need my shocker boxes. I don't really like to throw away stuff. I don't think I move too fast, but have been told otherwise, lol. I just like collecting stuff, and since I joined Jericho, my builder side has come out more. If there was something else to make storage bigger, would help like a backpack. I play a world with them, and they're a little help at the start, but if it stays how it is, I think you need to go to the end, flying a little over powered you should have to fight something else for one as well so he made a few good points here storage problem inventory problem right? that's been an issue ever since probably around 1.14 but i think with that, so many items i think that's part of the gameplay and part of the challenge is trying to manage your inventory it just and... makes it impossible to do things like living nomad and stuff 
Yeah, I suppose, but by the time you do shocker boxes and an e-chest and all that, you can store quite a bit in your inventory. But I do see your point there. Now, I've never played with a backpack mod ever. Have you played any of that before? I have not. They sound really cool, though. Yeah, I was kind of looking forward to bundles. Eventually, maybe they'll come around. I don't know. No, I was you're not getting to with it. bundles, I don't think. Yeah, we'll have to see. Now, he does state that it's a necessity to be able to go get these shulker boxes now. Yes. But Once I wonder... so far into the game, it's about impossible to do anything without them. I mean, and think of that, though. Before we had shulker boxes... We really had to inventory manage. But we didn't have that many items compared to now. There's so many varieties of so many items, so that, many building blocks. That it's, is true. So it does become even more difficult every new block or item they add. That kind of makes sense. I like the I, idea of adding something to fight for the wings. You have the shockers, but that's easy. So get, once you fight the ender dragon, wings are easy. They're right there for you once you get to an end city. I feel like if there was a boss in that room, that would be cool. Oh, almost like a nether star or something like, like that. Like an outer guardian type thing. Yeah, okay. That kind of makes sense where you have some small boss. Yeah, I, I like think that we idea. Just have... I do think that elytras are too easy to obtain and they are definitely overpowered at this point with the rockets. I don't think they're overpowered if they weren't easy to obtain. As most things. If you okay. could only get a few of them, they wouldn't they wouldn't be overpowered. Yeah. If you don't use mending, they're not that overpowered. Yeah, like, but I, then who doesn't put mending on an elytra, let's be honest. Right. Well, a lot of people actually don't. I'm surprised by that. They use the phantoms, the phantom membranes to repair them. No, most people no, and there's very few people that do that unless it's a very start before they got a mending book. But once they get a mending book, it's going right on that elytra. Maybe mending. Maybe we just should ban mending altogether. Limit you're, mending. You're all for it. Like, you're trying to do that, but then you no, fudge on it. it. I have it on the side of you need it to be... It needs to be something that's hard to get. Any mending that I've ever used on Jericho has been from fishing or something like that. It needs to be hard to get. Okay, I gotcha. Fishing to me is easy. That's the easiest way to obtain all that stuff. But it takes time to get it does a mending take book time. from fishing. It does take a lot of time. And not many people do it compared to villagers. You shouldn't be able to get mending from villagers. Yeah, I think villagers are be able... still the problem. I've said that for years now. Yes, nerf villagers are too overpowered currently. I agree. Our next comment here comes from DragonChoose17. To me, a Minecraft world doesn't reach endgame until it's so loaded with farms and entities that it doesn't load anymore. Then you've beat the game. Time to start a new world. Oh, wow. Okay, so I've had some worlds like that. I think that's a lot to do with your device. I've definitely had to quit some Java worlds because I had so many farms that every time I would load in, it'd just crash. Right. Yeah, people have that. We actually had a little bit of that problem last night on Jericho. The server, Holy Bookworm and I actually jumped on, and I think actually Richer Than Little C on Jericho was actually on too. And I asked them if there was like tons of lag because I'd try to eat, I'd try to fly, and all these things weren't working. And I look at the specs on the server, how much RAM we had available. We weren't anywhere near our maximum there. Everything on that side looked fine. 
But come to find out, one of our other people, and he is in our live chat, Wire Guy says, my bad, LOL. It's always Wire Guy. Blame the Wire Guy. He was AFK, I believe, at a farm. I think a gold farm, probably. Leave it to Wire Guy to crash the server. Right. And there was just way too many around, and so just too many entities, and it was causing major lag. We restarted, so then... Of course, he automatically got kicked. And when we logged back in, it was fine. But it is funny how farms and entities and all that can definitely be a problem with that, with loading in stuff. And like Dragon Shoes says in her comment is you don't reach that end game. You just go on and on and on and get as much as you can and build as big as you can for all these farms until you can't do anymore. My theory is just keep playing in the same world forever. Even if you quote unquote restart by going 2,000, 5,000, 10,000 blocks out, getting rid of all your items, start a new world right there. That way you still can go back to this old world and then years and years later, you'll go back and be like, ha, huh, why did I build that? That's stupid and stuff like that. And having that one world that you keep playing in, it's really cool to see that build up with like memories and history. Yeah, that is cool. I think of IBX Toy Cat, YouTuber, pretty famous, I would say. And he's got that same world. I think it's actually available on the marketplace and stuff. But he's had that ever since I've watched him pretty much for a long, long time. I haven't played, I don't have any old worlds that I play on at all. I pretty much play in Jericho. That is my world now. That's my problem. I kind of wish we would have took taken season one and just put it on a server instead of restarting. Having that one world would have been so cool. Yeah, it would be cool. I do like restarting, though, when the new features like Caves and Cliffs, that was such a big change. I think it makes it such a big change that it's cool to see where the world generates a new oh, world. Oh, I see what you mean. You can see where the old world you're and flying, then the new you're world. You're flying, you're like, oh, this yeah. generation sucks. Three seconds later, bam, 300 block tall mountain in your face. Yeah, I do like that idea. I think the problem with that, and we talk about ending a world or end game here, on a server... Yes, you could host it, but that server file gets pretty large and after it's a while. It costs a lot of money to keep it running. Costs a lot of money, plus me downloading it to take a copy or backup copy or anything and managing it takes a lot of resources and time and things like that. So that becomes a problem, and that does kind of create that in game result and why we have been restarting on Jericho currently on season four already. And I think that's basically what Dragon Shoes was saying. You know, at some point it is time to start a new world and there is something fun about starting over. Depending on how you play though, if you don't do all the auto farms and all the crazy stuff and you just build and do stuff like that, just keep expanding your builds. You don't really have too much lag. You might have lag in some areas. I don't know. I see it as just buy a better computer <laughs> and then you can keep playing Minecraft. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Little C's fixed for everything. All right, our last comment here comes from the number one goon, also known as Jibo or Jibao. I've seen people call him both ways, so I, I don't know which way to call him. I'll just call him GB. There you go. It used to be that after the dragon, I was just done. Oh my goodness, I can't imagine that. Believe it or not, I have a bit of ADD, and I can lose focus pretty fast on things. Oh, hmm. uh, who would have thought the nice thing about Minecraft, though, is you don't have to play the game the same way twice. 
Want to play without mending? Go ahead. Want to start the game with a mountain of diamonds and potatoes? Go for it. There's really no end to the possibilities, unless you summon 20 withers. The iPad doesn't like that. I have a feeling there's a very interesting story behind that sentence. Yeah, I'm guessing, and knowing him on Jericho, I would say he definitely knows that from experience. A mountain of diamonds and potatoes. That sounds nice. Maybe that's what we should work on. Just build a giant mountain of diamonds and then cover it with item frames with potatoes. When you can build a 1.18 mountain out of diamond blocks. You might have been playing in that world for too long. That might be time for the end game. I think that's when you reach the point of end game and you'll be able to do whatever you want once you get that many diamonds. Yes. Thank you for all the comments. We did get quite a few this week. Really appreciate it. Let's go ahead and get into our thoughts. I have been in what we consider the end game experience so many times over the years now. I tend to prolong the process of getting to that point, though. There is nothing like having to conquer the terrain of the overworld on foot or boat or horse or however you get around without being able to fly around. There's just something nice about that. You just tend to appreciate the truly vast expanse that the Minecraft world can entail. Like, it's huge. And I think we underappreciate it at times, especially when we're just flying along. I do, however, really like being able to sort out my items with different shulker box colors and keeping them, keeping basically all my inventory in my e-chest. That, to me, that's definitely a reason to go to the end and fight the dragon is to get those things. Shulker boxes are pretty good to have. I think Elytra's shulkers and max out gear is just the start of the game. Once you get that, then you can do whatever you want. You're able to build whatever and just collect resources for fun just to have them. And it becomes easier to get a lot of resources to do builds. Right. And the end in Minecraft truly is the beginning. Yes. It really is. So if you haven't got there, maybe you're afraid that, oh, if I beat it, then I'm done. Or, you know, like what Gbao said earlier, don't have that mentality. It truly is the beginning. So if you haven't done it yet, I very much encourage you to go do that. Go to the end, fight it, get to that end game. There's all kinds of meanings too. It can mean things like building that ultimate house that you always wanted with all these fancy blocks and stuff. For instance, let's say nether courts. You have to get I a little you were bit. Gonna say something like purple or diorite or yeah, any of those. Like those are those are fancy, fancy. There. Ooh. No. Well, with that comes the end game of our topic of the week. Wow, great transition. The past week in Minecraft, all info from Minecraft.net. All right, we got a couple of them. Minecraft Bedrock Beta in preview 1.20.0.21 came out Wednesday, April nineteenth, twenty twenty three. Changes and fixes. All Trails and Tales content has now been de-experimentified and is available during normal gameplay. The four creative inventory tabs now have their names read out by text-to-speech. Suspicious Sand and Suspicious Gravel now play their respective sounds when brushing them has completed. Decorated Pot Faces now use the top rows of pixels 
The pitcher crop hitbox will now change in size according to its age. Skulk sensors variants now power the block below them when active. Calibrated skulk sensors now have an active cooldown of one second and detect vibrations up to 16 blocks away. Fixed fall damage accumulating when player jumps on roof soul sand bubble column, which I ran into that, uh, I think a couple weeks ago. Interacting with an unwaxed sign while holding an item that cannot be used on the sign now opens the sign for editing. I'm so looking forward to that. The editing signs and all that it's mechanic. It's nice, but the amount of trolling that's going to happen in the Jericho shopping district. Oh my goodness. Yeah, but then you think about things like the checkers game you have going on. You can just put on the board whose turn it is real easily back yeah. and forth and things like that. I was thinking stuff like that. Or if you want to give certain directions. I feel like it's not that hard to break the sign and replace it. But that's just the end game of having your maxed out tools. I suppose so. It just, it's annoying. And if you can just edit it and let's say you just mistyped one word or misspelled one word, you could go back and just change that word, right? Or does it reset? I haven't played around with it yet no in the idea. beta preview. So I'd be curious to see. Waterlogging, a skulk shrieker, will now silence its shriek sounds. Coordinates are now shown on the new death screen in the show coordinate setting is enabled. So what do you think about this? I think it's a little overpowered. I think it needs to be removed as soon as possible, as this is something that, one, removes the point of the recovery compass, two, just makes death not scary or not an issue, and three, is just dumb to have. But it's kind of an in-between of keep inventory on. I know a lot of servers I see advertised, they actually turn that on. And so it's kind of an in-between where, hey, if you want to travel back, you can go get your stuff. Now, I, you know, I don't know. If you play with keep inventory on, you're not a real Minecraft player. Well, I agree with that. But I'm just saying it's kind of that in-between without turning cheats on. I don't know. I do think... The recovery compass, it totally makes it useless, though. Yeah, exactly. And they added this brand new feature, and now they're just making it useless. I guess it's for the people that maybe, maybe there's people out there that don't turn on coordinates. Then you'd have to use the recovery compass. It does that. I mean, maybe we're the ones cheating by having coordinates on, little C. Maybe we're not the real Minecrafters. You have to have coordinates on if you're doing technical or marking out build areas i'm just saying though i don't know and that doesn't allow cheats if you turn it on but i feel like this should you should be able to have a toggle for both you should have a toggle to have it on on the desk screen or not but if you turn it on on the desk screen that counts as a cheat just like keep inventory but if you turn on regular coordinates it doesn't count as a cheat i see just another toggle to turn on and off but that kind of seems like a good compromise maybe mojang is listening Top and bottom door textures now rotate correctly when opened and closed for worlds versioned from 1.20 onward. Vibration frequencies have been greatly simplified to prevent unwanted interference. Fixed bug where editor could be accessed during a regular gameplay session. Fixed to crash when enabling ray tracing in ray tracing compatible content that was loaded into with ray tracing turned off. And of course, there's more. We'll have the link in the description for the full change logs. 
All right, on Thursday, April 20th, 2023, we got Minecraft Java Snapshot 23W16A. Notice it did come out on Thursday instead of Wednesday. I don't know if that's going to be typical here or not. I know they announced that like the week before or so that it was going to come out on Thursday. Some changes here. All pottery shards have been renamed to pottery sherds. What do you think of this? It's the technical term for it. It sounds stupid and is dumb, but it they're trying to be correct with their grammar, and that's the technical term for it. And how realistic should we be? Should we use the technical, or should we make up our own thing and call it a shard? I think either way works for this. Yeah, I think it's just they probably should have looked into something like that before they released it. That would have made more sense, but it's merging. We can't ask too much of them. They'll get confused. If a vibration is scheduled to be received by a skulk sensor or skulk shrieker, they will stay queued until all adjacent chunks are loaded and ticking. So that's kind of nice. It'll kind of stay in the cache, cache, I guess, right? That kind of in the memory of the world. Yeah. So uh, it'll just keep going and going and going. So then you load it. That kind of makes sense. Updated the game's application icon. Any thoughts on that? I don't really know. I think they're cool. Yeah, I think it's inconsequential. What does that mean? Stop using big words. I get confused. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Added native support for ARM64 machine architecture on Windows. To try this out, you need to manually specify a native Java executable in the launcher. Sniffers can now be tempted by torch flower seeds. Reworked trail ruins structure and added more variants. Sand no longer generates within the structures. Tweak the amount of gravel sand and suspicious gravel. Have you seen any of the new variants at all? I have not had a chance to look I at them myself. I have not seen anything. Because I know a lot of people didn't like the first rendering of these structures. So I think they've tweaked them a bit. Split the loot tables for the suspicious gravel within the structure. There is now a dedicated loot table for rare loot items, such as pottery sherds, smithing templates, etc. And a dedicated loot table for more common loot drops, like tenant glass pane, tools, candles, etc. Added slash return command to control execution flow inside functions and change their return value. Added recipe crafted advancement trigger. And they have some fixes here. This is what the problem was on the Java snapshots. And they fixed these things. Lag spike when crossing certain chunk borders. Sky light maps not properly initialized. Skulk sensors and shrinkers do not work correctly when cloned, generated on super flat worlds, or placed with custom structures. Slash set idle timeout. Set to a timer longer than 35,791. Disconnects idle player immediately. Chiseled bookshelf redstone behavior is inconsistent. Sniffers can sniff while panicking. You can't brush blocks if a dropped item is between you and the block. Splash text sometimes covers several letters of Java Edition. Programmer art and high contrast built-in resource packs are incompatible. Expired key preventing players from logging in on servers. Using the slash set block slash fill 
or slash clone commands to create little amounts of blocks in completely isolated areas causes large client side stutters. And of course, more again, link in description. There are so many weird bugs in this game on both versions. Yeah, it always amazes me how these game players, how did they survive back in my day when we weren't able to update the game? The games weren't that complex. Yeah, maybe, I guess. Is that really true, though, or yeah. did we just live with the bugs? One, the games weren't as complex as the games now. The way they run, they might have been the same playing, but the way they run is a lot more complex than modern day, and I feel like they took more time before they released the game. I think that's the tested. key, is too much time, except for that game E.T. on Atari. Nope, those are Easter eggs. Uh, yeah, okay. All right, let's get on to what we have been up to in the past week. I have been doing a bit of work on Jericho, just some planning on creative, trying to come up with some designs for the floor plan of the apartment and some other designs for that. I also worked on a pathway at our base, connecting your house to the pathways, and also started selling golden carrots at the Jericho Cafe. Yeah, the golden carrots. Tasty, tasty. Which I feel like in real life, a golden carrot would not taste well. Maybe we should just call them popsicles. Maybe we should make golden carrots popsicles. Why? Because they're like the shape of a popsicle, right? No. No? Not really? I don't know. Makes sense to me in my he's, head. <laughs> he's losing it. I also played some Bedwars and even posted a new Bedwars commentary on my YouTube. Actually, two now. And yeah, that's fun. Yeah, your YouTube, you've been taking a lot more time. I watched your latest video and your words that come across the screen. Yeah, subtitles. Yes, those are looking really good on there. The Bedwars do the best views and get the best feedback on my channel. And they do really well analytics-wise and stuff like that. So I think I'll make more of those. Yeah, that's fun to do. That's cool. Are you going to take some of those skills and bring it over to the TBP YouTube channel? No. He just says no. All right, well, I didn't really get much chance to play this week. I was home every day this week with only one night out in the semi-truck. You're such a slacker. But you saw me every day this week. Yes, I'm aware. No need to remind me. Yeah, it was kind of nice, though. Yeah. I didn't make any money. Yeah. But that's okay. Got the truck bills paid, I suppose. I was hoping to get my shop done this week, but since I was home, I don't play Minecraft that much actually at home because I'm focused on being with the family and eating Mexican food and Most things like that. Most of the time you're in your office anyways, so... Not really. Yes, you are. I wasn't this week. Not really. No, on the weekend. Yeah, on the weekend. A lot of times I am. That's okay. And But I did plot out where I'm going to put the shop. So we have an idea. We're going to build that. By the end of the season, Maybe. Maybe. And I actually got inventory for the shop. I got some of that prepared. So when we open it up, it'll be ready to go there. I kind of need your help, though, because the design, you're good at that. Or at least you have better ideas with that. But I did plot out the area. Oh, no, I have to build something. And I did kind of plot it out so it's to scale based on Minecraft blocks and how big they are. Because each block is roughly three feet. We'll see after I get the design what it looks like. Yeah, we'll have to see. I don't do it to scale. I do it to what looks good in Minecraft. Yeah, other than that, I didn't really play that much. I'm trying to think what we did throughout the week. 
I did a little bit of trucking, but been home. We watched some Star Wars stuff. Got to watch the final Mandalorian. That was fun. That was. No spoilers here, the, but it was really it, good. I think it was the season final. I think yep. it said that. Okay. I'm not sure. And then that. we started back on watching Andor. Which that's a cool show. That is a cool show. I'm starting to like it. I like it. It's I don't a think lot more I liked it at first, but I I like it because it's deeper than normal Star Wars. I'm hoping it goes further. Yeah, like longer, deep into the story, all that thing. But yeah, I think that pretty much sums up the past week for us. Now it's time for do 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 listener questions. Our first question here comes from Holy Bookworm. What is the weirdest thing you have ever seen while out trucking? I remember one night I got parked at a truck stop. I think it was near like St. Louis, probably on the Illinois side, though. I looked out and I saw a bunch of chickens just running around the truck parking lot. They were really scrawny and disheveled, though, like just feathers all over, really skinny. I think they probably escaped from one of the trailers that was hauling them. I'm not sure what happened. That was probably the weirdest thing that is, of course, keeping it family friendly here. I've seen a lot of other odd things out on the road, of course, but we're not talking about those. I also do remember seeing a tornado in Iowa a few years ago. That was kind of cool. I would say when I've been with him trucking, when I look over and see his face, that's... Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. Although I don't go with him as much as I used to. I feel like some of the docks and places, how they do them were weird. They just do not realize that a 53-foot semi-trailer needs to back into these places, and they make them so tight. Yeah, they're really small. Do they even think when they design these? Well, you got to think back. A lot of the trailers back then, they had cab-over trucks and, let's say, like, 40-foot trailers. True, so they were designed. We've added conventional trucks now, so super much longer trucks with a full hood and we added like 13 feet to the trailers. That is crazy when you think of it that way. It is crazy. And they do expect us to back into those places. Oh, we get trucks here all the time. Let alone it's just a straight box truck that's 26 foot long. But, you know, that's not what they're considering. Yeah, I I haul 53 foot trailer. Yeah. Yeah. So... That, that, but that is weird to you as being, I mean, I've been driving out here going on 18 years next year, I think. And, but for you as a non-trucker, seeing that, that's one of those things that come to your mind. It's just weird as it seems like they would have changed the design or improved the design. I guess they don't care about the truck. Well, and it depends where you're going. Like if you go East coast, a lot of these buildings are really old. Like, they've been around for hundreds of years kind of thing. So they've only got so much space to work with. Most of the warehouses and stuff being built today, there's plenty of room, wide open. And then some, yeah, exactly. All right, our next question comes from Ruby Soho. What's your... Actually, she has a bunch of questions here, so we're going to do two of her questions this week, and maybe we'll get a couple each week for a little while which we really appreciate that by the way what's your favorite color and which shoe do you put on first first off it is color c-o-l-o-r 
without the U, you spelled it the British Canadian way. That's not the right way to spell it. America. America. We said that at the perfect time. I would say my favorite color would be a blue or a cyan, light blue, something in the blue range. Like diamond color almost? Yeah. Okay. And I usually put on my right shoe first. I don't know why. I just, that, I went and put on my shoes and I was thinking about it, so that might have affected it. Yeah. But I put on my right shoe first. Kind of a hard thing to answer that, isn't it? Because you're going to skew in your mind because you're thinking about paying Wire attention. Guy said in chat, right handed. Which that would make sense that you put on your right because you're right. Yeah, because I'm right handed. That would make sense. Yeah, maybe. So we have to ask some of the people that we know that are left handed. I can think of two right yes. off the bat. We have to ask them. And we have to not ask them. Just watch them put their shoes on yes. and see which one. That would be interesting to see. All right. So as far as the color in this part of my life right now, I'd have to say red. But in all honesty, it's probably the combination of red and black. It just, it's one of those things that it's been with me for a long time. I don't know why. I used to say my favorite color was blue. And when I was younger, it was actually purple. I painted my room purple when I was like seven years old. Oh my. Purple I, is a nice color. It, it, it was nice. I think, I think purple... it was the darker a darker purple, it's one of those colors you can just look at and you're like, oh, that looks nice. Yeah, I and I don't know. But yeah, I'd probably say red and black. The combination is definitely my favorite. But Obviously, if I just go with... I can tell I know. it's red and black everywhere on your side of the studio. But when I look at just red things, it does catch my attention and I like that. As far as the shoe thing, I really had to think about this one. But I also think it's the right boot first. I don't I wear know boots. if it would be different depending on the shoe. If it was a slip-on shoe, if it's like boots, if it's a normal shoe. I wonder if it changes depending on the shoe. Hmm. Yeah, that, yeah I don't know. Or like um, flip-flops. Yeah. Maybe put those on different. I, I don't know. I have to really pay attention. And is it the we same as which look. sock you put on? Ooh, big questions. Now, I love these type of questions. I really love answering these kind of questions. I really do. And they've been great. So thank you for those. And now these kinds of facts that we're talking about here, these kind of questions, we actually answer them, these kind of questions, often on the After Hours show. They just come up in conversation. Don't you agree with that, Little C? It's definitely very goofy on the After Hours show. Yeah, I mean, we talk about all kinds of random stuff like that. So if you haven't already, you're missing out. You really are. We have had several of those shows out there already, and you get all of them. All you got to do is become a subscriber. It's like $1.99 a month. We made it cheap. We're not going to increase the price right now or anything like that. It, we want to make it as accessible for everybody as possible. And you'll get to know all kinds of stuff about us. Plus, you get all the old past episodes, all of our past episodes, even way early on. So you get all of that. So no brainer. Go be a subscriber. But again, thank you for these questions coming in. I really like answering those kind of things. Next week's topic. Now, Little C, you don't seem excited about this topic. What do you think? Do you think you're excited about this topic? It's natural landscape in Minecraft. I'm against natural landscape. I do it myself. Well, that's one opinion, and that's something you could comment on for sure. We're talking about the natural generation, I guess would be another way to put it, of Minecraft, how it generates, 
the beauty within that or the lack thereof. Maybe you don't find it beautiful. Maybe you find it super unnatural. I want to hear those opinions. We want to hear those. We need them for the show. We we do rely on you, the listeners, for our comments here. Because without it, we're kind of boring, right? Or we end up with the After Hours show. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So, again, Natural Landscape and Minecraft. Feel free to email us with any questions or comments for the future shows. Of course, our email is... Contact at theblockpartymc.com. You should definitely join our Discord. A lot of people are there. We've got several people in our live show. You can listen to us as we record this podcast right there on our Discord. You also can call or text us. Leave me a voicemail, of course. At 1-260-222-7240. Yes, we love hearing from you. Now it's for everyone's favorite part of the show, Holy Bookworms Joke of the Week. What do dentists call their x-rays? Toothpicks. Oh, they really like that one. I'm definitely going to have to remember that one and tell that to the dentist because I think the next time that I go to the dentist, I have to get the x-rays done for wisdom teeth. Oh, yeah. We got to see if we got to yank some wisdom out of you. I don't think I even have wisdom teeth because I don't have much wisdom. Oh, man. I definitely... That is a good joke. They've probably heard that joke a thousand times. I'm sure of it. It was a good joke. Great show, Little C. Thank you for being in the studio with me. Yep, I put up with you every week. Thank you, live listeners. Really appreciate you being as a part of the studio, only digitally. Thank you, all listeners that we never hear from. We appreciate you, too. I think most of our listeners, by the way, most are from the U.S., but only like 60%. Like, that means 40% are elsewhere, which is absolutely awesome. I know, I think our second is, like, New Zealand and then Australia. So, if you're on the bottom of the world, we thank you for being here. How, what is it like living upside down? Let us know on our Discord. Yes, most definitely. All right, great show. If the world is ending, be sure to tell the survivors to check out all the ways to listen. Jericho SMP info, our YouTube channel, Bedrock Add-on Packs, and so much more at theblockpartymc.com. Thank you for being here. We truly appreciate it. Be sure to send us your questions on our Discord website. Text us at 1-260-222-7240 or email us at contact at theblockpartymz.com. I am Bearded Sloth, and now I gotta eat my coffee. And I'm Little C, and goodbye, everybody.